Hey guys, this episode of The Read is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Forget about other products that don't work specifically for us. We deserve products that do. So check out GetBevel.com today and use code The Read to get 20% off your first month. That's GetBevel.com, G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. It's time to elevate your shaving experience with Bevel and The Read. So head on over and use that code to get 20% off at GetBevel.com and now we're going to get the show started. Representing for the bitches. All eyes on your riches. No time for little dick. What the hell is this? You took your own self out. Look at you. Look at you. You can't hear. Is this something you made Why up? would I say it like that? Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I was trying to figure out something to sing and nothing came to mind, so... Okay. There you go. Just a song that you made up right there on the fly. That's the beginning of a classic Trina record. Oh, I don't recognize it the way you sang it at all. Or maybe I just don't know the words. I don't know every Trina song. Every piece of what she said is just... That was offensive. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. I think you'll be all right. Well, everyone, I am the Queen of the South. (laughs) Okay, and I am Chris Rock. And, and this is The Read. Yes, it is. How are you? I'm good. You know, the weather is is a mess outside, but I'm staying prayed up and faithful, bundled in things, so I feel good. I feel great. How about yourself? You know, went to bed alone. Oh, okay. Woke up. <laughs> Wrapped in my own home alone and just had some coffee. You know, I don't even drink coffee, but I can. And so okay. I do. So, you know, you don't are... even like coffee. That's just because you can. I still bought a Keurig because I wanted one. I thought you were just going to get a bunch of like the little hot chocolate cups or something. I had no idea. You oh, I have drink. those as well. And they also have uh, like a Cinnabon coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tastes just like dessert in your cough. Did it come <laughs> Did it come with coffee cups? Because that's the only way I could see you actually drinking coffee. No, but I bought some. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So you're about to get into it. My mama and my aunties all have the same, like, big-ass Keurig, and they love it. I love it, too. That machine is phenomenal. Fascinating. Bitch, a whole cup of coffee in, like, 60 seconds. It's everything. Or less. I love it. Um, so, yeah, I'm all right. Okay, good. You look a little... How was your holiday? Well, bitch, I spent it with you, so... (laughs) It's not all you spent it with. Uh, First of all, don't do this. I said... I mean, Asante was there. Yes, Asante. We Q went to yes, Champ. He's so fun. He was over us this year, though. Yeah, his mom Champ is out. our friend. Our friend Kia. She has a roommate, and that Champ is her dog. And he was just like, "You motherfuckers are not my mama." So like, there's just so many of you here, and right. normally, I would like you to leave. Yes, he was. He was very northwest about it. He was. He would just kind of walk in and look at us and decide we weren't good enough, just, and then ugh. walk right back out. Right. He was over us. So, but I had a great time. You know, we just sat around and ate basically. Ate. Like and played face ten. Like by the time Sunday came around, we were all like, "It's time to detox." Like we have done some terrible things over these past few days. We have taken it way too far. Yeah, I can feel the damage yeah. that I've done to my internal organs, and I just 
I've had nothing but fruits and veggies like since we got back to the city. Just trying to feel better after Thanksgiving. But it was great. And I hope y'all had a good one. So Black Excellence this week is going to go to two people. First, I want to mention that Monet Davis, I'm pretty sure we mentioned her. She's a little 13-year-old. Let me call her little. Let me call her the 13-year-old girl who, you know, was slaying the Little League series and Mm -hmm. throwing uh, these baseballs faster than, like, the Flash or whatever, the Speeding Bullet and all that great stuff. And she is Sports Illustrated called, uh, named her, the sports kid of the year for 2014 and she's covering the sports illustrated kids um magazine so i just feel like that's fascinating and awesome and wanted to mention her as well as a young star that entered my heart through youtube by the name of madison reed madison is an eight-year-old who i think in cleveland they opened a new library and she was basically being interviewed by i guess local news this little girl has all the spunk in the world. It's talking about how much she loves books and how much she loves to read and the concept of being able to get a free book and give a book and how she would give books to the world because it fuels the brain. Everything she's saying is so true, mm-hmm. but it's also wrapped up in, I need to be on Nickelodeon. And I agree with her. And I feel like somebody need somebody needs to contact Madison in Cleveland and mm-hmm. get her a show because she's got star power. She needs to have an entire program about the importance of reading. Maybe she could like highlight adults who did not read enough throughout their lifetime to just kind of inspire and motivate other kids to go to the library and read more. Like you want to turn out like she can. She can just get on Twitter to do that. I was gonna say she could just highlight whichever random popular Twitter nigga is saying something stupid today and be like, "See, this is what happens when nobody teaches you to read at grade level." When you're 27 and still using your finger in the lines, like, this is why we have to make reading a real diligent process. So shout out to her. That's fantastic. So let's move right on into the celebrity segment that we like to call uh, Piss Poor Choices. Is that what we like to call it? (laughs) I guess for now until I figure out what I really want to call it. It usually does end up being people making some really just fucking really, stupid decisions, though. So mm-hmm, it just, just usually is people who have a lot of money and do something dumb. Bad decisions. Well, the first one isn't. The first one is actually someone who slays, and it's um, Willow Smith's grandma. <laughs> have you seen pictures of Jada Pinkett's mom? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I have. Lady Jada, um, shout out to her because I just will forever live. Whew. I just don't, like, you know, Jada Pinkett was one of my first, like, star-like stand moments. I just thought okay. that she was so beautiful, and I just thought that she was, like, cool. She was, like, someone I would want to be my big sister when mm. she was on a different world and shit. And so, like, to know, like, she's still a huge star. I, I loved just her on a different world. Her, her husband, all of them. So... Anyway, she posted a photo that Willow took on the beach and she said something about this, you know, this is my mom. I want to be her when I grow up or something like that. And it's because her mother at mm-hmm. 61 years old mm-hmm. is out here looking like a pop star. <laughs> like her body is phenomenal. Ma'am, how do you look like that and be a grandma, like a real ass grandma, though? Like how are you someone's grandma? First of all, none of my grandmas, neither of my grandmas was ever smaller than a size 14. So the fact that this lady is like (laughs) not only slim, but like in some good ass shape, like not even good shape for her age. She just looks fucking good. She looks like she was like ready to like 
rise up and like levitate out of the water. Bitch, like the phoenix. <laughs> and like storm, like Aurora Monroe. Like she was just going to just rise out and control the seas yes. to her demand. Yes, yeah, so she could do that. Like she has control over the elements because she looks fucking phenomenal. Like a fucking superhero. And evidently it runs in the family or that same, you know, desire to eat right and exercise and be a bad bitch is genetic because Jada is doing it and Willow seems to be well on her way to slaying everybody too. So I just applaud that whole family. I love them. Like they're weirdos. Don't get me wrong. Like they're they're weird. But it's the kind of weird that I can rock with. Yeah. It's not weird like you wouldn't let your I'm kids go over there. Super weird. Yes, it's you like are. the weird that you, are weird. you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know how you are. Well, I'm weird too. I'm not like some super normal person. I don't think so anyway. Anyway, they're weird and ripped. <laughs> and because... rich. <laughs> and talented how does willow smith's grandma look like she could punch a hole in your throat and i'm positive that she could do it like i would not even want to squab with willow's grandma like i would walk away from that fight absolutely because i don't want to get my ass beat by that lady she's the type of person that you want to have by your side if you drop your phone on the train set tracks (laughs) because she'll hop down there and get it and if a train is coming she will stop it with her fist (laughs) i feel like she could jump down there and back up in 15 seconds or less like it doesn't she doesn't have to worry about regular things like ladders and not being like i feel like she just has the power in her calves to just propel herself up whenever she needs to or maybe she just use the power of airbending to just lift it up out of the yeah because clearly these people have fucking powers like i don't know how else your mama looks that damn good anyway i just wanted to say someone something nice about some celebrities before we got into this bullshit (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of that. Okay, fantastic. So, first of all, while all of you girls are trying to figure out um, your latest latest Blue Ivy hair meme, Halle Berry. (laughs) (laughs) Halle Berry just won a battle in court with her baby daddy, Gabriel Aubrey, that white man from wherever, Australia, Germany, wherever the fuck she's from. Somewhere. So, the story goes a little something like this. Apparently, the baby daddy must have dropped their daughter, Nala, home one day. Mm-hmm. And Hallie noticed that something about that hair wasn't looking all right. Mm-hmm. And she feels as though, because it was allegedly straightened and lightened to look a certain way, she feels like her this is funny. She feels like her <laughs> As you her child's father is trying to make her look like a white girl. I mean, she already looks very fair yes. and passable. It's nothing but that real big hair that's like, oh, you got a little something. And it's not even that big, but it's just enough of a it's kick just to enough. it for you to know that she ain't all the way white. Right. Mostly white, but not all the way. So she feels like the... Gabriel, her ex-boyfriend, is trying to make the, like, whiten the child up. So she took it to court and basically won this little fight, I guess, that they had over. And the judge is saying that they need to leave the child's hair alone. Which, she's... uh, Why you... She's six. Why is this even a thing? Why is this even happening? Leave her fucking hair alone. Did you read about, like, what she... Or what he said to her? What the... What Gabriel said to Hallie about it? When she called him and was like, what the fuck is wrong with her hair? Oh, yes. That basically, he never did anything. And he had been letting her swim in a lot of, like, saltwater pools or something like that. And that's what it was. She sent that hair to the lab. It was... And it came back like... is the gag that's really it and you know a lot of people will be like you know Halle Berry is probably crazy 
Halle Berry was like, let me just go ahead and clip off one little strand here, honey, and zip lock that ass up. And she sent it down to the lab and they were like, oh, no, girl, this has been processed. Mm -hmm. It's just for me, just a little for you, too. (laughs) Enough for all of us. And what's really fucked up is I know good and damn well I could have sat down with just a, a, a touch of grease. And a flat iron and done that child's whole head in 20 right. minutes or less. She does not have the kind of hair where you would have to fight with it to get it to straighten out. She damn sure don't need a relaxer or to have the shit bleached. Like, I see why Hallie feels that way, because why else would you bleach and relax a six year old's hair? Why else would you do it if you're not trying to make her look whiter? I read, and I'm not sure whether or not this is true, because I just saw this shit on blogs and Lord only knows what the fuck they be talking about there, you know, these days, but. I read something that there's in like some of their court documents that allegedly the Gabriel guy called Hallie a nigger at some point. Yeah, that's what Hallie said. And um, she also talked about how she felt like, you know, she let her child decide what she identified as, mm-hmm. but she herself identifies as black and she believes in the one drop theory and all of that. Mm-hmm. So she said her mama let her like do the deciding for herself, and so she's gonna let Nala do the same thing. I wouldn't be surprised if Nala was like, I'm gonna go ahead and be white <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, girl, first of all, I fit in over here, like they don't know, like they have no clue, they can't tell the difference. So I'm just gonna go ahead and. I mean, there's a million white girls in California who have a permanent tan who look just like Nala Aubrey. Like, right. I have a feeling that little girl is not going to have any trouble identifying with white. But maybe she wants to be, you know, identified as black. Or She's her. six. Right. She wants to eat fucking the candy off of the ground. We should not even be talking about this because if anybody's hair should be safe from being fucked with, it's a six-year-old. And I, am, I really do believe, like, Halle Berry is not all there as far as, like, mental stability. Like, Probably I'm sure not. she's a little crazy. Like, Love her down. Uh, no, I stand. But girl, like, we see it. Right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, in this one particular case, I feel like you justified to be crazy. I would have sent my baby's hair to a lab, too. Let me send my child somewhere. I wish. And she come back with a fucking perm. Bitch. Nigga. Nigga on high. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Let me tell. I'm gonna give you the three to call on Jesus, and after that, I'm whooping your ass. If, if Jesus you don't you snatch you up Jane, in a chariot, baby, okay, you got the game. You not twisted. putting a relaxer in my child. I think I'm more offended by the relaxer than I am the bleach. Like, I'm pissed about both. right. It's both fucked up, but don't put no fucking perm in my baby's hair. Oh, he knew he was wrong for that. Just for argument's sake, um, apparently, Hallie's also trying to fight the child support. Um, mm-hmm. She wants to get the payments bumped down from I think like sixteen thousand, which is what it is now a month, mm-hmm. to something like three grand a month. And his argument is that he needs the extra money a month because it's harder for him to book modeling gigs now after her husband <laughs> whooped his ass. What the hell expenses do you have <laughs> that justifies seventeen thousand dollars a month? Like, and I ask the same questions when it's men on the other side of the child support, like argument or whatever and i get the child is supposed to have a similar way of life i just don't understand whose life costs sixteen thousand dollars a month like maybe amongst the rich and famous that's some normal shit but that's crazy as hell to me and if you got your ass whooped because you was acting fucking stupid and you know i mean hell knuck a few buck nigga like there it is maybe shouldn't have been talking shit 
That's usually what it leads to. Almost always in one of these situations where somebody gets a beat down, it's some you shouldn't have been talking shit type of shit. And what can you even say to that? Like, okay, girl, you signed up for this ass whooping and then it came to you and you was shocked about it. So just bear it. Just bear it. Let me just get it out. So Justin Bieber's dad is in the news because he apparently tossed a dog off of a second story balcony. What? Justin, um, I think his father's name is Jeremy. I don't give a shit. Okay. Justin's daddy went and got some an American bulldog and named it Karma and I'm sure put it all over Instagram and said look at my cute dog that you know all of my Latin American maids feed and I'd only see twice a year mm-hmm. um, apparently at some point this dog bit Justin's brother maybe is that what this uh, yes the dog bit Justin's little brother and his father saw red I guess grabbed the dog and threw it off of the balcony so the trainer came and got the dog and took it and the trainer claims that Justin's father said don't bring this dog back here until it is socialized (laughs) okay so then apparently the trainer started telling people that Justin's father abandoned the dog and so maybe in, in a fear of bad press, which, I mean, you toss the dog. Out of the I mean, like, right. It doesn't get much doesn't worse. Get, I don't know. But for whatever reason, the uh, Justin's father went to go and get the dog back and is now claiming that the dog was stolen or whatever. Oh, girl. So the man gave the dog back to them and I guess is trying to now um, make sure that the pup is being taken care of. I have no idea. Who even knew Justin Bieber had a daddy? I had no idea. You know, look at the shit you learn, the shit I learn on this show every week. I honestly, I feel like this is the first time that I have ever read Justin Bieber's daddy. Like, I really didn't know that he had like, like a father that like he knew. Right. I didn't even know he had like a dad who was present in his life. Same for Drake. When Drake's daddy showed up in that uh, worst behavior video, I was like, excuse me, Drake has a, a father? Like somebody in his life i didn't know i knew the drake one but i didn't <laughs> i mean but also about justin bieber i don't give a shit about justin bieber's daddy like of course you make bad decisions look at your son like i'm not surprised that all of y'all come from the same gene pool of fucked up decision making just trash you just gonna toss trash. a puppy out of the fucking second like girl, let me explain something to you you know this and i feel like i've said it before but if i haven't let me just let you all know I feel like dogs are better than people. I feel like they're better than people. I just do. I feel like, you know, dogs, they're cute. They're cuddly. They're loyal. They don't judge you. They're always happy to see you. Well, they're usually happy to see you. You know, they're not shady creatures most of the time. They're just, you know, so fun and lovable and, and man, I had a dog once when my father had surgery and he had to, um, he had to stay home from work for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, my daddy let me have this dog prior to the surgery shit and, and all of that stuff. But even my mother, like we were all surprised that he let us have the dog, but he just kind of tolerated it because yeah. he knew that we wanted it. But when he was stuck in the house for the surgery, they apparently had some kind of Disney movie ass bonding experience oh. where like, the dog, like, basically, she kept him company all the time, you know? So, mm-hmm. 
Aww, rest in peace to shadow it. i took that one i took that one really hard i really did i'm still hurting anyway I'm just i had saying. dogs growing up too i had two of them nike and lady and we were just oh my god i had a lady too because we had just seen lady and the tramp yes lady was so my second dog yeah ours too our first dog was nike because my mama had just bought her first pair of nikes we didn't have very good reasons for naming pets it was just kind of yeah. like whatever we came up with in the car mm-hmm. we just got it stuck with right. but i vividly remember getting lady because we i was like five and i was playing t-ball and this dog showed up in the park and i'm just like mama let That's me yes and she was just like i can't find whatever get in the car so and i loved that dog like yeah I just pets are so special, and even Champ. Like whenever Linnell left, he would just sit by the door, looking like, pathetic. You hoes sit over there and get fucked up and play your Uno, <laughs> bitch. I'm away from my mom to get home because I don't even know you hoes. Like was so like, devastated. We'd be like, Champ, come play. And I just, be like I would rather lay here by the door and wait for her to come back. Right. Like they're just so loyal and dope. I love dogs, and so anyone that would harm an animal a dog especially i just mm. like i already felt like bieber and his whole lineage sucked like i just yes. felt like his whole bloodline was just garbage mm-hmm. now i know for sure so yeah. a huge furry fuck you <laughs> going out to the whole bieber clan yes all the whole lot of them especially justin bieber daddy whatever the fuck his name is i mean you like you just gonna come out of nowhere and be tossing dogs <laughs> that's just gonna be your introduction to us <laughs> right fuck that's some bullshit here. So, and I'm not even one of them animal rights type people. Like, I get it, but I don't just go up for animals like that. But I draw yeah, the I'm line at abuse. Like, about to get naked for Peter. I'm not I'm right. Saying. Exactly. Like, Wendy Williams. Did you see Wendy Williams? She had her black nerve. First of all, ma'am, that body is a lie. We all know that that does not belong it to It is you. a falsehood. You're a fucking liar. That is not what you look like. But also, ma'am, is much. No, what? I don't even care. I don't care. Let's so. Did you see this Janae Rice, uh, Ray Rice? Girl, girl, girl. Don't, so what? can you just kind of walk me through no, what happened No, I can't. Because no, because I did not. I would not. After I read the transcript, I said, I'm not watching this video so that this can piss me off further. So, no, I sure can't walk you through it. It's inexplicable. So, from what I gather from the bits, I'm going to be 100% transparent here and let you all know that I did not do too much research behind this story because I hardly give a shit. Um, I wish them nothing but uh, God's grace. Well, and that's about it. According to her, God's grace is what knocked her ass out in the elevator that night. So if I was you, I wouldn't be wishing too much of that on her life. She's had enough. So Janae Rice said um, in this interview with Matt Lauer uh, sitting next to her whole entire mother like <laughs> your mother is right there mm. and said something um to the effect of it being a part of god's plan mm-hmm. it being the elevator incident where she got knocked into the holy grail mm-hmm. um it being a part of god's plan because it shed light to something that's going on in in women's lives every day I would like to point out that she then said, it's not going on in our lives. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's not going on in my life. But, but you know, that's not what we're about. But, Janae. But it happens every day. But, and we just, we're so grateful mm. um, 
Mm-mm. that we could shed light on that. Janae, also, you're not the first person to get a highly publicized ass whooping. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not the first woman who has gotten a lot of press and a lot of media attention after being abused by me. And um, so you're like, I, I, I see what you're reaching for, sis, but it's 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 too far. It's higher than mm-hmm. it's it's just you're not you're not quite there. You're not quite there. Um, do you have I'm trying so hard to be patient with her. Like, I really am because I understand she's a victim. Like, even though she claims she is not a victim of domestic abuse and then she claims it doesn't happen in her life. But, like, girl, do you understand that But you honestly, domestic abuse is the only reason we're sitting here talking to you right now? Sweet, but... It is the only reason you are being granted these interviews is domestic abuse. To try to act like it's not part of your life is just... I can't even understand her mindset or where she's coming from. I don't get it at all because how can you not acknowledge that domestic abuse is part of your life when domestic abuse is why you're sitting here? Like, this is the... Am I in the fucking Twilight Zone? That is the the whole reason for this PR frenzy. This is the whole reason y'all are setting up these interviews, going on the Today Show and ESPN, talking to to Jamel Hill and shit because you're trying to rebuild Ray's image so that he can go back and play for another team. You want the public perception to change so that he can get a job. Well, she has said... That if he doesn't get another job playing football, that she would be willing to go out and get a job and be the provider for their house. Okay, you do that then, ma'am. You go right ahead. Like, I wish her the best, but I don't know what she's talking about. I just, I hear what you're saying in terms of her being the victim and because I I feel you on that. But I just wish that she would be a little bit more responsible with the platform that she has here you know what i'm saying maybe they really are madly in love maybe he'll never put his hands on her ass again whatever the fuck there's been a whole lot of maybes that just never actually made Mm -hmm. it there but what i'm saying is stop trying to sell us all of this like you want him to play football again Mm -hmm. and he just won his little appeal or whatever and then went right to the club and i didn't see your ass there with him but it's just like we see what's happening here and it's it's very disheartening and what's worse is that she's going out saying all this stuff about the role she played in the incident and how she right. made it happen and how she guess she deserved it too because she got arrested too and at no point is anybody around her like not her mama her daddy not these interviewers not even her own husband nobody's saying girl this is not your fucking fault like this is all Ray's fault there's nothing anybody could have done to prevent him from knocking you the fuck out the way he did like I feel like nobody is saying that to her so the situation is extremely shitty but the stuff that is coming out of her mouth is just I cannot understand it her mama's sitting up there talking about I didn't raise the kind of daughter to be abused like bitch what does that even mean yeah, first how of does all that even... who raises their kids to be abused like who who sits down and says you know what my game plan is I'm gonna raise a daughter who's the victim of domestic abuse spousal abuse like nobody nobody does that nobody plots that out first of all and secondly if that doesn't mean just because something happened to you like that doesn't mean you deserved it or you did something to earn it like it just seems to me her life is shit and she's surrounded by people who don't have her best interest in mind everybody is really worried about the money getting back to the lifestyle and not losing the lifestyle which is what got them into a whole bunch of well i wouldn't say what got them into a whole bunch of trouble anyway but just but is what got them into a lot more of this shit 
that they're in now because he said some shit about how you know he never apologized to her during the press conference because he basically took what they gave them they both took Mm -hmm. what was given to them and just said it and they were both nervous and they were there shouldn't be all of no nerve and what am I gonna do and what am I gonna say and none of that stuff behind what you're saying sir if you're actually sorry that you whooped your wife's ass then you should just it should just be an emotional instinct for you to come forward and be like I don't need nobody to say nothing to me I am so like you can have and own it like you can have like your publicists or whoever press people help you to prepare you know this is what you should say or make sure you don't say but you don't like you couldn't even think to be like you know what i'm very sorry that i beat your ass like that couldn't be you didn't why is that not the why only is not thing the only, that y'all are saying? Right. That why is there all this extra? I don't think she's doing any of this of her, on her own free will. No. The Ravens had them set up that first press conference where she sat up there like next to the nigga who beat her ass talking about all this shit and how she played a part and all this. Like, And now this whole media tour and everything, I'm sure it's not optional for her. I'm sure it's not. I'm sure that the pressure in that home or the environment in that home is such to where she feels like if she doesn't do this, something worse is going to happen like i don't think janae rice is in the position to make her own decisions and that's fucking sad but this is just god bless them god's will girl it ain't never been in my god's will for me to get my ass beat by my partner let me that's not the one i know right now not my jesus who bled and died on the cross not to send my ass into a home with a nigga who gonna beat my ass and then act like i did something to deserve it and then trot me out on cable tv to try to explain it so he can get his fucking job back Nigga, you could suck my dick, kiss my ass, decide which order you want to go in. But my God did not ordain that bullshit. I don't know him. I don't know who Janae Rice serves, but I hope she discovers the real Jesus sometime soon. Like, And I hope she legitimately finds some help. Somebody who can, you know, I don't know, just something. Because this is, this is sad. This is lost. So, one last story. Okay. Um, I'm going to just go ahead... This is about Jill Scott. So now, the oh, last time man. I talked about <laughs> the last time I talked about Bill Cosby on this show, I was asked to give trigger warnings, which is something I've never had to really do. But in the sake of sensitivity, I'd like to say that we're going to be discussing rape here, and if that's something that may bother you or I just this is the last one so skip ahead to listener letters if you want to um so Jill Scott recently hopped on Twitter to discuss um Bill Cosby and how society needs to stop trying to ruin his quote unquote magnificent legacy um ma'am girl ma'am girl Hmm. Did you see her whole timeline? Like all the stuff she said about she said a whole lot of things, <laughs> and these these were things that were being said to fans mm-hmm. who were just kind of like, "Oh, girl, but I'm not sure mm-hmm. you right. want to do this." And it was, was like a bunch of well-meaning people, like, right. "Oh, Jill, like, this is mm, wait no, a minute, no, no. like this is wait. If I were you, I kind of would not." And she was just kind of like, "Oh, ridiculous and so immature," but. She said bye, Felicia, to one of them. Yeah. Jill Scott is 42. <laughs> oh, man. 
I used to get a bunch of Jill Scott compared. This hurts a little bit. Like, first of all, I I'm love a, her. I'm a big fan. A huge fan. Like, I but, wish she would delete her damn Twitter because this is, yes. the, this is not the first time that I have had to roll my goddamn eyes at Jill Scott with her Twitter account. Mm-hmm. I want for you to delete it. First of all, you're misspelling words on here and you're supposed to be giving us Neo Soul and Big Voice. I need you to delete this yeah. because this isn't going to work for us, Jill. Mm-hmm. See, the problem with Jill Scott. First of all, let me also point out that she received an honorary degree at Temple University or whatever school from Bill Cosby himself. Got it. In 2000 and... Oh, I think it was earlier this year. Um, okay. Well. Either way, um, she seems to have like some kind of personal you know, stand history mm-hmm. for Bill Cosby, as many of us do. One of the things that she said that I really want to touch on was... Um, where was it? She said something about him. Respect. I'm. She said, I'm respecting a man who has done more for the image of brown people that almost anyone ever. Okay. From Fat Albert to the Huxtables. Now, we discussed this last week about... <sighs> Read books. Read books. You don't even have to go to libraries. You can go on audiblepodcast.com slash the read mm-hmm. and you can find books that you don't even have to read them. They have bitches that will read them to you. Yes. You don't have you can go on google.com there is so much information out here. Now I don't want to undermine Bill Cosby's career because again I'm a fan of Bill Cosby and I respect the things that he has done for black people. I respect the things he has done for comedy and all of that. However for you to think that Bill Cosby just did all of brown people <laughs> you're talking about Fat Albert and the Huxtables and you're mentioning that f- girl <laughs> for people who have done things for black people f- like in history like, a cartoon and a sitcom that they slept I'm, these are good shows yeah but they didn't they didn't give me rights <laughs> I'm like what they didn't die or bleed for i'm just i think that perspective here is fucked up and i think it's because a lot of you didn't have daddies and it's, we can just let's just do it you know i'm just i don't mean to be insensitive but i'm just a lot of y'all didn't have no daddy you didn't have one and you know cliff huxwell came along and he had this big house and all these kids with nice clothes on and he and his wife had good jobs and like cared about their kids and stuff and so he was like a daddy to you like he was a daddy to me and i had one you know so yeah. and i love my daddy we were cool you know what i'm saying <laughs> so like i totally understand how a lot of y'all yeah. have like a personal relationship and like a love for this man because of all the things he's done and he's hilarious and you know you just think of this amazing father figure um, when you think of Bill Cosby and so it's hard for you to accept what's going on here but let's just point out the things that we know mm-hmm. we know at this point that about 20 women have accused Bill Cosby of raping them sexually molesting the whatever you want to call it um, over the span of several decades. Mm-hmm. We also know that these allegations didn't just come up. They actually came up because someone was like, hey, y'all remember when everyone was saying Bill Cosby raped them? So yeah. this isn't something that's just brand new. Like, niggas just trying to lie on this 77-year-old man out of nowhere. Right. Um... These women, what do they really have to gain from telling these stories is mm-hmm. another question. Bill Cosby is 77. Lord only knows how long we have him left for. And 
he's not going to court for any you like no, what is certainly not what is and so when she said that like this man hasn't been tried in court it was like but girl he's not going to be and that's not the point here i think it's a very real difference between saying this is a person whose work i respect and admire this is somebody who you know I looked up to a great deal and I love very much, but this is a fucked up situation and I don't know what to think. Like, that's one thing. You know what's the... But to defend him is a whole nother. The perfect option, if you feel that way, like if it's just really, if it's a hard, hard pill for you to swallow and you just don't know how you feel about it, I feel like the best option for you is to just shut your ass up. Just say nothing. Like, I feel like you just don't have to say nothing. It's free. It costs you absolutely nothing to shut your ass up. You don't have to say nothing. It costs nothing. And it's so valuable at the same damn time. And it is so valuable simultaneously. Just think of all the celebrities who do not know what to say about Bill Cosby or really love Bill Cosby and want to speak up, but are like, you know what? It's best for me to sit the fuck down and shut the hell up when we are talking about somebody, you know, and 20 some odd women have accused him of rape. And it's not even just like mindless accusations all these women have very similar stories and then this did you hear about this nbc staffer who was like yeah i have the receipts like the literal receipts from when i paid off women for cosby back in like the 80s and 90s and shit like it's not not to mention he's told drug drugs he's told jokes about spanish fly and all these things and how if you put it in a girl's drink she gets even sexier or whatever it's not just like one random girl on twitter accused of some shit it's like girl it's enough information out there for you to not automatically jump to the defense it really should be so either you don't know what the people are saying so you speaking on something you don't know so you ignorant as fuck jill or you defending this man because of your personal relationship to him and rape be damn which is fucked up of you either way you're fucked up she tweeted rape is a despicable cowardly crime if you've been raped please do not shower go to police immediately have a rap kit done okay and get evidence this is also where reading, getting information, information, doing research, all of these things come in handy because I'm really kind of over you girls and your your Olivia Benson ass degrees. All of you bitches that graduated from Law and Order Special Victims University and you feel like you just have the answer to every yes. you know, investigation, all of the like you have to get down to the nitty gritty. Most rapists never spend a day a day in jail no, a lot of women who are raped don't come forward and say anything to anybody and because they're because why. they are they're afraid that they're going to be ridiculed that they're going to be uh, threatened that they're going to be embarrassed you know like this like a real and genuine fear and here y'all asses are proving them right. like the exact same thing you know when you report a rape that people are going to insinuate a lot of the times it's the damn police but then friends family the general public whoever finds out people are going to insinuate that you did something to deserve it so why would you even put yourself through that knowing that you're going to face a bunch of shame humiliation and it's most likely your attacker is not going to go to jail and I'm kind of thinking of how hard it would be for my first reaction to not be to shower I'm also so thinking about um i'm thinking about base oh okay i'm sorry i just i can't because i don't want to read jill but she's just right like she's i don't want to do it but it's still sitting on my spirit like ma'am you 
you and, and don't sit up here and act like I don't see this sanctimonious bullshit. Like, oh, ladies, this is so terrible. If you are raped, don't take a shower and go to the police station and get evidence. Like, that's actually really good advice. But I see what you're doing here, sis. You framing it in such a way as, well, if y'all had really when you need done to this shut to shut your motherfucking right. ass up, right. if that's exactly, exactly what you need to do. And guess what, sweetheart? You know, like, you can get the facts. The statistics are out there. The information is right there. We have, we've talked about how a lot of, of cases where women are raped, they go without men being charged, without anyone even knowing about it, mm-hmm. because women are afraid that people won't even take them seriously. Right. So here you got Bill Cosby, everybody's favorite TV dad, and here you come talking about he raped you. Of course he's got a legal team that he's paying down right. for them to be like, she's a fucking liar. And people are going to believe her as, as a liar anyway because who's ever going to believe that sweet as jello pudding pop ass Bill Cosby is out here dragging and raping right. people the same way that no one believes that the star quarterback at the high school or the star motherfucker fucking quarterback in, in college the neither with the fucking with a 3.0 gpa the four yeah oh my goodness he's such a he's valedictorian he could never he's such a we got uh what like right just because this man has accomplishments doesn't mean that he ain't a dirty dick dog motherfucker like it's still very possible that he's a rapist and i understand you might not want to use that language but you don't have to you also don't have to jump up and defend him you could just sit the fuck down and shut up you if you don't know what you're talking about just shut your it's just up. right there available to you at any time shutting the fuck up it's just it's always an option just shut the hell up free yes. gratis 100 percent I love you down, Jill. I really do. But I need for you to stop mm. it. Get out of y'all's feelings. What you can do is get on Amazon and order all of the Cosby shows every season. Hopefully we'll get a different world on DVD and Blu-ray sometime soon, girl. And you can just pop some kettle corn or something and cry about it. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would really prefer that y'all would just shut the fuck up because you're not helping. How the fuck? Like, if... Right. If two women came to you and told you your house was on fire, I bet you're going to run to your front door. So if 20 women said that a nigga raped them, <laughs> shut up. Why wouldn't you at least think, well, damn, they all have the same story. It might be something to They this. don't even know each other. And like, and, and the fact that people have been covering this up for the past 30 some odd years ought to be another big ass clue that they're, I mean, bitch, usually where there's smoke, there's fire. Usually. But I'm not condemning nobody. I'm just saying, don't be irresponsible with your shit. Instead of telling women what they should be doing in the case of rape, why don't you spend more time telling men not to rape? Why don't you spend more time saying, listen, it doesn't matter if she's drunk or passed out or high or wearing a short skirt or what the fuck ever. Like, just don't fucking have sex with people without their consent. How hard is that? Like, how simple are y'all? Just stop sticking your dick in places where it's not wanted. Fucking stop. Just don't do it. Why is it so hard for you to just keep your dick to yourself? What is that about? What's what's the major Keep malfunction? Keep your penis to yourself. What is what is complicated? I don't get it. But it's not. Of course, I don't get raped because I don't have a rapist mind. Of course, I don't get it. Well, girls and boys, trade and trade us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I did there. Um, that was this week, and um, what did I call it? Poor piss poor decisions. Yes, piss poor choices. And we're gonna take a break and come right back. Hey guys, don't forget to check out our sponsors over at Nature Box. 
we love them. You love them. I know a lot of you have been talking about getting your nature boxes in lately. And I've been telling all my friends about the Sriracha Cash shoes that I'm hooked on. So if you want to try nature box, just go over to naturebox.com slash the read and you will get a free trial box. That's five snacks from salty to sweet. They have so much stuff to choose from and it's awesome. So make sure you go and check it out. Yeah, guys, everything at nature box is nutritionist approved and all the information is right there on the site. The snacks don't have artificial flavors colors or sweeteners which is great because that shit is poison and they also don't have trans fat or high fructose corn syrup so if you tend to get cranky when you're hungry you can pick up some whole wheat apple figgy bars or the black sesame seed clusters or the watermelon fruit chews whatever you want head on over to naturebox.com slash the read you get a trial box of five snacks you can have them sent to the home the office you can stockpile them when you're on the go just whatever you may need them for naturebox is fantastic so again naturebox.com slash the read for a trial box of five snacks that's right, naturebox.com slash the R-E-A-D. Go check them out, and let's continue the show. So, it's time for our letters. It is. Send your questions to asktherita gmail.com. And our first question this week comes from a person. Well, you know a what? A whole person? Uh, no, because I was trying to decide if I was going to go... With this gay man who's having a very weird problem in his interracial relationship, or this lady who is going to fuck up her stepson's Christmas. These both sound so good. Yeah, I don't know. Let's start with, uh, I'll call him Frederico. Mm-hmm. And Frederico says, I'm a 32-year-old gay man who has been in a wonderful relationship with my husband for eight years. I don't know why, but as you're reading this, I'm picturing Frederico scrolling down Instagram. Okay. Sure, why not? I just feel like that's what he would be doing. At yeah, this point probably with that so. Name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Frederico says, I am white and my husband is black. Recently, we have experimented with some role playing in the bedroom to keep things fresh, and it's been fun. Last month, he told me about a fantasy he's had since high school, and he wants me to yell racial slurs at him while making him oh, do degrading God. things. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. God. Like he was a slave. Oh. Can you not? Fuck. Really? Can I finish? I guess. You already done started. There are really no words to describe my horror when he asked me to do this. I explained that there are so many reasons that I'm not comfortable with any of it and I just can't do it. That was the end of it for a while, but now it's coming up again and more frequently. It's gotten to the point where he tries to test the waters and see if he can work it in every time we have sex and I always shut it down. I love my husband, but I don't think I can ever take part in this fantasy of his. What should I do? (sighs) First of all, that was a very violent reaction you had. I just... Mm. I don't... So, mm. <laughs> like, I understand people can do whatever they want in the bedroom. And generally speaking, as long as everybody involved is grown and, like, consenting to it, then I really don't care what you do. But me, myself, personally... <sighs> I'm never going to be down with no slave role play shit in the bedroom. I wish you would. (laughs) That would be my acronym, but that's just so many letters and I don't feel like I'm in the space right now to do it. But I just want for you to know that there has just some shit. Yeah. That we just like, not only is the sex over. But I don't ever want to speak to you again. Like right. I just And this is the I, white partner who's like, I right, don't know I what was the just fuck to going do. to say that I appreciate that you're like, um, I'm not doing this. 
And I also don't know what the fuck to do about it because right. I'm never taking part in that. Um, yes, I appreciate your conscience on that. I feel like it's fair to tell him that he may need to talk to somebody mm-hmm. because he definitely, I feel like if you, if you are, mm, and just, I blame myself because I spent, I've, I've spent a lot of time on, on my vidster oh. these past years. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just like the average gay, all these gays are on my vidster. You, you see it once a day at the very least. Okay. Um, and I've just I've seen some clips of these these brown queens these days, and they are just doing anything. Like I've seen videos before, or I've actually and I've heard of guys that are like into that kind of stuff mm-hmm. with white guys calling them all kinds of like really racist things and, and, and tying them up to the ceiling and pouring wax on them and all kinds of shit. <laughs> like, like. Fifty Shades of yeah. like black, like like it's just. I feel like if you are the type of person, and I don't like to judge. Mm-hmm. I love to judge, but I was gonna I was gonna let you fix it. Yeah, I I <laughs> got around. Actually, yeah. Um, I don't feel like it's fair to judge people based on certain things that turn them on you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like some people like big feet some people like musty guys that's so weird to me i don't understand how you attracted something that's but big. do you <laughs> I, I just could never just like i don't understand how y'all are into the the bodily fluids and all that i don't get it like but again people right. are entitled to their own king their like, own weirdness do you yeah do you, know you. Saying? as long as you're leaving kids out of it and animals mm-hmm. and you know you're not harming anyone hey girl have all the fun you want whatever you want to spread on that biscuit trisket whatever i don't care um <laughs> but i feel like there there has to be something intense going on in your mind mm-hmm. for you to be a person of color that would want for someone to yell racial slurs at you while they're in sex during, in, like, sex. during sex like that's that seems pro it seems deep and treat you like a slave like not just the racial slurs but also he wants him to like make him do stuff like a slave would like boss him around in that way sweetie I'm going to tell you the same thing I would tell you if you was black and your husband was white. You are entitled to say no to whatever the fuck you don't like. And if you are uncomfortable doing this race play shit, which I think most people would be. But, you know, again, no judgment. If you are uncomfortable with this shit, then you have every right to say, I'm putting my foot down about this. I'm not doing it. Don't ask me again. It makes me extremely uncomfortable. Like, I'm not saying you have to divorce your husband, but I definitely think some counseling, maybe him by himself or the two of you together could help out a lot. There was this porn star. I can't remember her name, but she had like a whole website where she would have sex with black guys and she would always be like, um, fuck me with that nigger cock. Like all kinds of Oh yeah. And that's common. I there think. was I think there that is which is my like what is that about? That turns people on. Like what I feel is like, sexually attractive about that? I mean, as a black man, are you not instantly like, whoa, wait a minute, like do what? To, with my what? Like, bitch, the fuck? I thought we was just here for. I thought like, we was here for ass. What? What is this? This just got real. Go sign up for Django. The fuck, girl. I wouldn't. I would just let him no. know that that is a side of um, 
that's a side of kink that you're not really trying to get into and you'd appreciate it if he stopped Mm -hmm. and honestly if it continued then it really could and should jeopardize your relationship because that's just not something that's Hell, it's just all bad. And I think he needs to talk to somebody. Like, he needs, like, maybe for Oprah to invite him to his farm and just maybe he needs to live off the fat of the land and just realize that he's worth more. I don't know. I don't get it either because it's not, it's not like you had the fantasy and you asked once and you got shut down. Like he keeps asking to do it. So yeah, at a certain point I would be like, so listen, I'm not doing this and you can either stop asking. Like never. It's not going to happen ever. Like, do I need to leave? Do you need to go to therapy? Like, do I need to issue an ultimatum here? But I'm not doing that shit. Period. And you don't have to compromise sexually. Like if you don't want to, yeah. if you don't want to treat your black husband like he's a slave, you don't have to. If you don't want to do anal girl, don't. Like don't make these niggas have you feel like you have to do something during sex if you don't want to do anything at I mean, any point in time you could say <laughs> well a whole lot of us are not doing anal I mean, you don't have to be the top and then you need to figure out like oh, somebody has to i meant in general sexual relationships not gay male sexual relationships i assume anal is oh so you just don't care about what we have to go through no you can say no to whatever you want to but i assume anal is like a main component of gay male sex i don't know because i've never had it but i just I figure from Well then the, mind your business. Bitch, I'm just saying, like, I know y'all be talking, I be hearing. Shit, I know what y'all be doing. What's the next line? Anyway, I hope yeah. it gets better. Good luck to that you. Is a mess. But absolutely do not concede and just give in to doing this, especially I when you already feel so creepy. Wish you would. That's the kind of shit that would automatically make me be like, okay, well, like me, like Crystal, I'm getting the fuck up. I'm putting my clothes on and <laughs> okay. I'm going home permanently. Like, like okay, move. <laughs> Where are my boots? Get off of me. I'm out. Right now because... Delete my number. Matter of fact, I'll just block yours. I'm truly not doing this. Like, and I'm we... never going to play no Sally Hemming shit. I'm never going to be... You're a little, you're slave in the big house. You have the full game to my, fucked up. Like, do you realize that was rape? Like, what is fun? Ugh, you Next know what? Next thing you know, mm. you're making pancakes, wearing a bonnet. And okay. Like, like. <laughs> nope. Nope. Let's do move forward. This next one is called, um, oh, this is from the Grinch who might steal this nigga's Christmas. Work. Which is a very lengthy name, but she writes, my husband and I have been together since his son was a baby. Fast forward 16 years and now this shit has gotten real. <laughs> Like, it doesn't get real till kids are teenagers that's the point where everybody's just like i'd like to die i'd like to die these kids are terrible i recently stumbled across his social media page and i saw that he's posted some disrespectful disrespectful mean and plain hurtful things about me and his sorry ass loser ass lifelong welfare hustling ass mama was on there co-signing the shit I told my husband, even though it was humiliating for me to repeat these things, he got mad and whooped the boy's ass, so all should be good, right? No, because while their relationship has resumed after a cooling off period, I cannot seem to move forward. I can't even look at this boy the same. He apologized two weeks after he was confronted and his dad made him, but I don't understand this. We have always had a close relationship and I have been his best advocate, pushing him to do well in school, even though his own mother hardly makes him go and can't even fucking spell homework. I have taken a huge step back (laughs) since this incident Lord, and just let his parents do the parenting. As a result, his grades have dropped drastically and our house is full of tension whenever he comes over. My husband is urging me to get over it, but I just can't seem to do it. Am I obligated to continue working and advocating for this young man? If you think I should, how do I move past my feelings to do so? P.S. I think it's worth stating that I always seem to agree with the advice you give others. So I'm hoping you can give me some guidance or reassurance. 
What do you do when Grinch. your sixteen year old stepson disrespects you on the internet? <laughs> Girl. First of all, I appreciate um and admire you for sticking it out with a nigga from the baby because a lot of what that's like your prime time mm-hmm. to be like baby well bye <laughs> like you don't have to like it's a built in excuse right you don't have to build up any kind of like an attachment to the child like 16 years later you yeah. know what I'm saying but at the base of the things here he's not yours and he's not your responsibility and what he does how he does in school and his attitude or whatever and all of that stuff is not your responsibility I'm sure that his ragged well, I'm not going to call her raggedy because I don't know that. Raggedy, in your um, <laughs> right. opinion, mama, is over there probably talking about you or she probably says negative things about you when he's around or he's probably used to hearing his mother say things about you negatively, negative things about you because mm-hmm. she doesn't like you. And that's his mama. So he's 16 at six, like teenage Remember when you were a teenager and you just, anybody that was like grown, older than you, parents, aunts, uncle, whoever, was just like, fuck you because I do what I want and I don't understand yeah. shit anyway. Like, mm-hmm. he's just a kid. If Let I him- had Facebook at 16, it would have been all kind of shit on there about my parents and how much they got on my nerves and my mom's so mean mm-hmm. and these niggas is unfair. Like, it would have been all kinds of, you know, typical teenage whining and shit. Although I do completely understand where you are coming from because, like, little nigga, I helped raise you. Like, I, I didn't just show up. I've been around for 16 damn years. I have been a constant in your life and I have been the one, like, pushing you to do well in school. Like, the fact that his grades have dropped since you have stopped fucking with him, I think, shows that you have been a positive influence in his life. So I do want you to get over like this feeling of being hurt or whatever. I understand the hurtness, but girl, teenagers, teenagers ain't got no damn sense. He doesn't know or appreciate any of the shit that you do or have done because he's a kid. Like all these kids want to do is is chat on the snap Mm -hmm. and they, you know, want to listen to I love making corn or whatever, you know, homeroom going up on a Tuesday. (laughs) That's all they want to do. Like, they don't, they have no grasp on what it actually takes to parent, to be an adult, to be responsible for someone else and yourself and all of that shit. And then he, there's this whole co-parenting thing. The, you're actually fortunate here. Like, the good news is he ain't yours. So really, you can just kind of take a step back Mm -hmm. and let him fall into the groove, whatever groove it is he's going to fall into with his parents being, you know, like, you can do all of that. And I understand that you want the child to, you know, make something of himself. And there's no reason to believe that he won't. Right. You know, but I just don't take what he's saying on his Facebook yeah. personally because he's, you know. Probably if he team. knew you were going to find it, he would have never put it up there in the first place. Like, I think he probably does respect you. You know, just teenagers don't have no damn sense. Yeah. If you really feel a way about it, sit down with him and be like, now listen, I have been down with you since day fucking one. What is this about? Like, I need us to be friends again. Like, I need us to have a decent relationship because this shit didn't have to happen I wouldn't like this. do that. I would have a conversation with him because he's 16. He's more than old enough to acknowledge the ways he fucked up. But he's also 16 and he won't. What? Like, I I mean, I don't know this child, but if he's on Facebook and he's talking cash shit about you and his ashy ass mama is, I don't know her. Let me stop. <laughs> and his mama is sitting over there and like gassing it. You know, I wouldn't, you know, for what? I'm just, okay, because mm-hmm. my mama always told me, I'm not your friend. 
I am not your friend. We mm-hmm. can be friendly. We can be as close as friends. But I'm your mama. And right. I'm always going to be your mama. And that's what it is. So there ain't no one who comes to things. I would have never. Talk, I'd be lucky if I had life. I'd be lucky <laughs> if I could talk. Like there would have been no none of that. That's when it snaps back into, okay, let me remind you that I'm the adult and you are the child. And until you can take care of your own, your own self and pay for your own toilet paper to wipe your own black ass, then you are not going to be saying shit to me. Like that's all that it is. And I would say that to my own flesh and blood, my own child, this ain't even yours. So I would just be like, girl, well, that's how you feel. I'm be over here taking care of myself and buying my own brand name juice. Good luck. But if you spend 16 years raising your husband's son, you're going to feel a sense of responsibility. Like that boy came in your house on a regular basis and he grew up with you as a stepmother. It's not like you just came up out of nowhere. And I would not be able to just get over over my feelings without saying something to him directly like it's cool that your husband found out and punished him like that's fantastic but i would not be able to move past it and get over the little the petty ass feelings about it and say listen i'm ready to start helping you with homework again or whatever without addressing the situation with him if you feel like you could just let it go then fine but I i'd be not. like well you know what you sit your ass down and we're gonna go over this homework here because what's not gonna happen is you're not gonna grow up and be dumb you're gonna have some that's something that my family would have been <laughs> it wouldn't have been no well my feelings were and I don't understand why because we I don't know maybe that's just cause that's yeah. not the environment that I grew up on it's more so well you talk a tough shit okay well all of that's nice and well and it's done or whatever and I don't give a fuck how you feel you're going to know how to structure these essays honey because yeah. what you won't be is dumb like, you're getting an education so that you can go to college and get a better education so that you can get a fucking job because we're not going to be supporting you for the rest of your damn life so what i'm going to do now is sit down with you and make sure you know these times tables or whatever the fuck else so that you can graduate like i need you to not be dependent on us because i'm sure the household money is going to support that boy in whatever way like if you just need whatever motivation you can think of in your head to do something to help this teenager to get his life together then go ahead and do that but girl i don't see nothing wrong with being like okay so what is it either way i think it's straight so okay do you want to do another one or should we move on i think we should move on okay well that wraps up the questions send yours to ask the gmail.com and we'll be right back Hey guys, don't forget to check out our sponsors over at Audible. As always, if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash the read, you can get yourself a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. They have over 150 different ti- 150,000 different titles to choose from in fiction, nonfiction, bestsellers, every single category that you could imagine. It's awesome. I've been perusing Audible recently for new books. Obviously, I've told you all about the master of Love, which I adore, and The Four Agreements, which is my favorite book ever. Um, and now I'm checking out this book. Uh, I think it's called Makeda by Randall Robinson. And in light of recent events, I think that you all should go and check it out too. It's M A K E D E, M A K E D A. And so I'm just going to probably highlight some books when we do these audible ads, maybe, so y'all can actually get you some 
knowledge. Okay. You can also download and listen on your iPhone, Android, Windows phone, your Kindle Fire. There are so many different options. They also have immersion reading on the Kindle Fire HD, so you can listen and read at the same time and highlights the text as you read along. Some other really great books available right now. Amy Poehler's new audio book, Yes, Please, is out. And also Gone Girl by Gillian Flynn, which was recently um, adapted into the movie that's out right now. And apparently right is slaying, so I need to go see it. But before I see it, I'll read it. And I'll do that at audiblepodcast.com slash the read. You can get a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. So head on over and sign up now. Check out that book Kid Fury recommended, Makeda. Makita, we pray we're saying that right. <laughs> and find something that you're interested in. That's audiblepodcast.com slash the R-E-A-D for a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. Yes, go check them out and tell them we sent you. And let's wrap up our show. So it's time for the read. It is. So, I'm just going to go ahead and read okay. out while I'm still um, conscious. Are you close to not being conscious no more, Monica? You know, there's just so much going on, you know, me and... No, I'm making excuses. I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Um. So, I'm sure a lot of you have heard... About this trash bag of a woman. <laughs> so you just go come out guns blazing. Named Elizabeth Loughton or whatever the fuck her last name is. I don't care. I don't respect her. Um, she uh, she was an aide for some Republican congressman in I think Tennessee somewhere whose name I don't give a shit about. Um, and she posted a message on her Facebook after President Obama had. He had a, a speech, or what is this? I did. It was the, the turkey. turkey pardon. <sighs> it so, was the turkey pardon. So, um, during said turkey pardon, Sasha and Malia, Barack Obama's two daughters, were standing behind him and kind of, like many of us, looked like, well, like for this to be finished. So <laughs> Get on with my life. Meemaw is in there with the sweet potato pies right now. Like and I, would I just really like to just eat. If I could just go in there. And um, she lets me lick the bowl. I don't understand. So this woman, Elizabeth, wrote on her Facebook. Um, I'll just read it. It says, Dear Sasha and Malia, I get you're both in those awful teen years, but you're a part of the first family. Try showing a little class. At least respect the part you play. Then again, your mother and father don't respect their positions very much, or the nation for that matter. Blah, blah, blah. Republican bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. GOP trash. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You ain't shit. It kind of ends in, um, she says, act like being in the White House matters to you. Dress like you deserve respect, not a spot at a bar. And certainly don't make faces during televised public events. First of all, they looked, they were dressed like, like they were in the babysitter's club. Like, they just looked like. I didn't see anything offensive about what they had on. What I did don't you know. want these? Bi- Let me not. This is your read. <sighs> so, since then, Elizabeth has apologized and, um, quote unquote, resigned from her position as a staffer, um, which. We know it really means. Congressman was like, get your ass out because I don't have time for none of this bullshit over here. 
So she's gone. Since then, we've also learned that Elizabeth was arrested at 17 years old for shoplifting and apparently loves drinking beer. So, Elizabeth, I just want to tell your old dreidel face shaped ass, you (laughs) fucking. First of all, you aren't. One thing you will never know is what it is like to have a dad be the president of the United States. Like, you're a grown-ass woman talking to children, first of all, which, what is your problem? These are teenage girls. Clearly, you ain't nobody's mama because I'd think that if you had kids of your own, you would probably feel like, who the fuck does this bitch think that she is coming from my babies? But then again, none of y'all respect the Obamas. You don't respect black people. You don't respect their family. You don't respect anything that's going on over there. Those little girls, got, honestly, they probably don't give a fuck what color that house, what that house is. And they're probably so anxious to get the fuck out of it. And I would not blame them. You want to know why? Because they have to deal with dumb ass bitches like you commenting on their lack of class because they were ready to go and eat some stuffing and not talk about this dumb ass turkey that they have sitting on this table next to them and how we need to do whatever the fuck that dumb ass ceremony is. Like y'all didn't come over here and slaughter a whole bunch of Indians and steal this damn lands. Like those old girls are like yeah whatever let's sit here and talk about this giant bird and not about like what Thanksgiving is. They were probably so old they just wanted dinner you know what they looked like they looked like everybody else at the table when the grace is just taking too damn long and we want to just get to the ham we wanted the green we just want the greens like of course you wouldn't know because like if you even know your damn parents they surely weren't seasoning anything at the table so what the fuck would you even know about anxious like anxiety or anything shut up Shut your mouth. That's how I feel about the situation. You have your motherfucking nerve to talk about anybody's kids and what they need to be looking like, like, or what they need to be doing in any of these ceremonies. You give that family hell. Y'all give the family hell all the motherfucking time. But these kids need to wear what? Were they supposed to be coming out here with some, like, were they supposed to be wearing a poncho or did they need to have some kind of old the village ass rags and you come out here looking like little house in the prairie what was it that you needed for the need to be a new a noose like i don't what (laughs) was it that you needed for these kids to like i just feel like i'm annoyed with the constant picking that family apart and the only thing that really grants me any kind of pleasure in this is that that woman lost her job and we all know her name in that horribly shaped face mm-hmm. and that family in my heart paid it like i feel like barack michelle sasha malia all of them even sunny and Bo were like girl bitch i don't know who the fuck like, give a fuck what facebook bitch please i don't give a fuck about any of that shit so a few more years we can get the fuck out of here they can do this bullshit on their motherfucking own so tired of all you bitches and your questions and your demands and whatever the fuck like 
Yeah. I'm just saying. There are certain things about the president that I don't 100% agree with. There are a lot of decisions and things he's done that I don't agree with it as well. But let's not sit up here. Like, the man could cure AIDS, and y'all would still find something mm-hmm. to say about him. And the fact that you would attack the kids that are standing there looking and treating that bullshit-ass whatever the fuck it was, the way that it was... Like, teenage girls at whatever this turkey bullshit is, looking like, why am I at this turkey bullshit? That's the way that I would have been looking. And I'm 27. Like, girl, it's a turkey part, and this is the dumbest shit of all time. And I'm supposed to take it seriously? Like, what did you want them to look like? Jubilant? Like, (laughs) thank God, one turkey was saved. Like, nigga, what? What? This bitch Did you want for them to to pluck the bird? <laughs> like I don't know what it was <laughs> that you were expecting, but and then to tell them to act classy when she got arrested for shoplifting, like girl Malia and Sasha would never, like would never. It was your broke ass going up to Belk or whatever the fuck trying to steal fucking petticoats. All these pictures coming out of you looking like you passed out at a Wiz Khalifa party and shit, bitch, and you want to talk about somebody needs to to have a little class or show some respect for the White House. Show some respect for these nuts, you bitch. What? What? That's what you should do. Okay, so find somebody else's that that's hiring that you can go and spew you. I don't give a fuck about your apology or whatever. You wanted to keep that goddamn job because that's all your motherfucking ass had going for you. Odds are you come from trash. All you know is trash and blue moon or whatever the fuck it is that your ass was drinking and stealing and being trash. Like all you know is trash, and you felt like you could join whoever's heathenistic asses was over there in that that party that you were a part of and that you could spew some hate and that was going to be you know your link to a life maybe you thought that you too could run for for office someday or something the fuck else and you fucked that situation up right here all on your own the family didn't even have to say nothing about it well you got your own ass read to pieces and now you'll have no job so like <laughs> like she done locked up twitter and everything you was talking all this shit like just cash shit just had no problem being a bitch and now that the shit done got real and you all over the the blogs and the real news and all this shit now she's scared you know who she reminds me of that girl on lilo and stitch that lilo had to knock remember that bitch yes. at the beginning and she, lilo had to knock her ass out because she was talking shit like that's what she glasses and everything she just reminds me of like a little raggedy spoiled brat ass trash ass mm-hmm. bitch that's mm-hmm. i'm just i'm just that's me and there's not much else to say about her because that's really what she is just a raggedy ass bitch so just another case of when keeping it wrong goes even worse (laughs) all right is that it i think okay i'm not even gonna remember what my read was when i get home so are you under the influence what's your read okay so if you don't know this past sunday the oakland raiders played the st louis rams in a football game side note the Rams completely whooped the Raiders' ass. And, like, as a Saints fan, I really don't have a lot of room to talk about nobody's record. But the Here Raiders are just like, With my all God. all of this. What is this? Is this Mandarin? The what Raiders you, have won one game. And the score was 52-0. to zero. Like, this was not just a win. It was an ass whooping. But that is not the point at all. It's like Welsh. I don't even know what you're saying. During this Sunday's game... A few players, five exactly, by the name of Stedman Bailey, Tavon Austin, Chris Givens, Kenny Britt, and Jared Cook all came out on the field. Chris and Jared sound fine. I'm going to Google Okay. Well, you would, you bird. But 
ran out onto the field like football players do with their hands up in the hands up don't shoot pose that black people learn when they are about four or five which is about the age where white people start to be scared of us so they come out on field doing the hands up don't shoot pose in reference to what's going on in Ferguson and all the protesters who are out there fighting for the very basic of rights like just fighting for black people to be treated as equal you would think that there would be no real drama about this. Like, what can you even be mad about as far as five black players coming out, just showing support, solidarity? You know, we appreciate the protesters. Excuse me. And that's even what the players said about it when they were asked about it about the game after the game. You know, this was something we wanted to do to let the community know, you know, this is St. Louis. We want the community to know we have their backs. Right. Bruh. Let me tell you something. It's a whole lot of racist ass white people in Missouri and really across this entire country. But one in the in particular is really just I mean, it's hard to put into words how shitty of a white person this person is. His name is Jeff Ruda. I don't care if I fucked up your name because fuck you, bitch. And Jeff is the spokesman, I believe, or maybe he's the executive officer, the president, some shit of the St. Louis uh, police officers association or whatever the fuck and he sent out this entire statement after the game saying that the association is disappointed with those members of the football team who decided to put up their hands and they ignored the mountains of evidence that released Darren Wilson from having to go to trial and you all are tasteless and offensive and inflammatory And why would you support these now discredited witnesses who say that Mike Brown had his hands up and y'all should not be supporting the violent thugs who are tearing down this community and blah, 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 white privilege, I'm racist, et cetera, et cetera. It's a few things wrong with this. But what I really can't believe, Jeff, is that somewhere deep down in your fucked up ass brain, you really think that you own black people. Like, it's not enough that y'all get away with shooting and killing us every 28 hours. It's not enough that black lives have been lost on camera, like on tape. There's three black men. I could think of black men and boys who have been murdered on camera in the past couple of months and nobody has done shit about it. The cases we still trying to decide whether the officer was justified in, in, pulling up on a gazebo and opening fire on a 12 year old boy two seconds after he put the car into park and killed him like we still trying to decide whether the officer was justified in doing that and somehow you feel like some black players coming out with the hands up don't shoot is offensive to you another thing white people who are using the word thug we see right the fuck through you sis nobody is confused or in the dark or wondering what the fuck thug means we know that you want to say nigga and just know that you can't this thing about white people is that a whole lot of them are under the impression that as long as they don't say nigga or put on a kkk outfit then they're not really racist hello excuse you i'm a clue your ass in right now the the language that you use in association with us the language that you use deliberately to demean us to humiliate us to put us down to make us seem like we are less lesser people than you are that is racist language you motherfuckers are racist as fuck jeff don't nobody 
especially not a single black person anywhere in this country playing for the Rams or not. Nobody owes you an explanation for what the fuck they do. If somebody who lives and works in the St. Louis area and plays on the football team wants to run out and do a pose and show solidarity with those black people who are out there marching for their rights, knowing good and damn well that if they didn't play in the NFL, they asses would be next. They asses would be Mike Brown just as easy. Knowing that right up here in New York, I think just the other day, a black police officer was killed by a white police officer who thought he was a robber, thought he was like a car thief or some shit and just shot and killed his own damn fellow officer black. So not even the uniform will save you. Those players did that shit because they know that y'all don't give a fuck about us no matter who we are, or what we do. But for you to have the motherfucking audacity to demand an apology from the NFL, an, a public apology from the NFL, and they want the players disciplined. Sweetie, nobody gives a fuck about your feelings. Ain't nobody about to come out and, and discipline some players for, for doing a good job. Like, you realize them niggas came out and beat the shit out of the Raiders, right? Y'all couldn't focus on the fact that your football team executed and won the damn game. You mad because black people not bending over to what you think we should be doing and rolling over and taking your shit. We not gonna take your shit. And if we have to fuck up your entire establishment to do it, then that's gonna be what the fuck we do. But some racist-ass piece of shit who was fired from a police job in 2001 for lying on police reports in the first damn place is definitely not going to tell somebody else that they need to apologize for their actions. Apologize for your bitch ass actions, son of a hoe. You do that. Don't worry about what the fuck we do. That kind of reminded me of a point that I wanted to make that I didn't remember earlier, which was that um, this Elizabeth woman was caught shoplifting when she was 17 years old Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden got a job in office no one said oh you stole let me shoot you oh you caused a ruckus in this store whatever let me shoot you like it's almost like you you turned your life around because you had the opportunity to but when a black person who did like did anyone had did Mike Brown steal something from those people in the store? What? I have no idea. I don't think so. Like the video that came out that everyone tried to use evidence that Mike Brown led, like he basically should have. I think that has been, been discredited. Like, but like I'm pretty sure that the clerk and the owner of the store said that he didn't steal anything. Right. Like I'm pretty sure in the video itself you can see that he paid for what he wanted. But even if he did, he it's not any reason for him to have been killed. Anyway, the point that I try to make is you yourself are an example of the bullshit that takes place in this country because had you been a black person, a black man, especially at 17 years old and drinking and stealing out of department stores and stuff, they would have called your ass a thug, but you're a lily white woman. And all of a sudden you work in, a, in working for congressmen and all this stuff. And so we supposed to what respect your opinion on what's taking place in the white house with this, this man and his kids that probably can read and write and spell and <laughs> address better than your motherfucking ass. can, right. like, where the audacity of racist white people is it's, it's just mind boggling it is they really feel like they own us like they should be able to control us like how in the world are you pissed off at surrendering though like you're demanding apology for a pose that means i surrender don't shoot me how the fuck do you have an attitude about that because you because white it's and crazy. not about the attitude it's about the fact that which I think is 
the fact that it's a football game or football players for your team says a lot to me personally because I don't take sports that seriously but clearly this is eye-opening because if you feel like you need for some football players or this league or whatever to apologize for some shit that they did that basically just shows that they stand in they stand they're standing alongside the people that are protesting for their rights which they have the right to do right what the fuck but you feel like they just shouldn't have because they're black or they just shouldn't have because they're supporting black people or the rights of black people like man get the fuck out of here that whole talk is entirely tired for these people to have the free will to put both their motherfucking hands in the sky if they black ass want to at their motherfucking game you feel like they couldn't they shouldn't be able to because what like who even gives you the what gives you the right or the fucking nerve to feel like you can demand an apology for somebody doing what the fuck they can do like that's like you telling me that um, me buying some orange juice from my motherfucking fridge is offensive to you and I should apologize for it. I can. What? What? Right. And this- you want us to act like this whole bullshit situation with the grand jury in St. Louis and Darren Wilson not being indicted. Everybody's just supposed to roll over and pretend that all the real evidence doesn't directly contradict everything you lying ass motherfuckers have been saying and just accept the oh well no indictment let's all just go back to life as normal. Life is not going to go back to normal. We here to fuck your shit up so you can either get with it or get left but girl like nobody is rolling over to appease you motherfuckers no more and i'm proud of those players for doing it i hope they do it again next week and i want to see a whole lot more other players doing it too i would love to see some people on the saints and really every team across the league i want to see all of y'all out here doing that shit because it could just as easily be you and they know it every black person knows it well, I think that that wraps up our show. Yeah, that's more than enough. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter. This is The Read. Shout out to everybody on our Facebook page who commented last week talking about, I can't believe Kiff Yuri did not know this exists. Um, yes, he truly did not know that y'all are over there. So, Yep, still haven't seen you, girl. Thanks so, <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much to everybody who has been supporting us. And don't forget, we have a show coming up next week in New Orleans, Louisiana, December 13th. The read com for your tickets. That's going to be our last show of the year. So we're very excited to head on down to one of my favorite cities and eat a bunch of amazing food and and meet all of y'all yes all of you it's gonna be fun um with your accents and <laughs> and fun your, things. your light-skinned boyfriends you know i didn't want to say it but if you have any um so <laughs> dustin asante and i great friends friends to the show friends in real life we are doing a a love workshop I guess you would call it. I mean, it's a workshop on love, sex, relationships, and the like. It's called Attention. It's going to be a ton of fun. So those of you who have written letters into the read about your love situations or that are just thoroughly entertained by those letters, if you have questions, if you just want to have a really funny and enlightening conversation about the matters of the arts, then go to nycdetention.com and get your tickets for the event. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've been yeah. working very hard on it, so I'm excited. What's the date? To see Is all that of next you. Week? It's on December. Yeah, it's next week. It's December 9th. So make sure that you go out to nycdetention.com and um, grab you a ticket. Bring your your bestie or your bae <laughs> or 
your best bae, okay. whatever it is, <laughs> and let's have a good time. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, okay, yeah. Do you have any other announcements? I don't think I do. I think I'm good. Um, oh, new uh, words mean things merch coming out on Thursday and shipping on time for Christmas. USPS priority mail, so you'll be able to get all of that. Don't forget, you can check out thisistheread.com for show bios and links to every single episode. Um, all kinds of great stuff on the website, so check it out in case you've missed anything. And there's also a playlist on our SoundCloud for the intros. Most of them are still on there. Some of them may have been pulled down by SoundCloud. Um, but um, for the most part, uh, the intros we use for the show are up on the SoundCloud page. So go and check that out if you want to hear the full version of an intro or something that you like. And I think that's just about it for the show this week. I don't have an acronym. Okay, that's fine. You spoilers. You can just fill your heart with something else here this week. <laughs> what is it? Oh me? No, you know I No, don't... I just meant whoever's list just in place of an acronym. Oh, just... okay, yeah. Just say something happy to yourself. Yeah. Hug yourself and know that you matter to somebody. Yes. Probably. Maybe. Someone. More than likely. Mm-hmm. At the very least, Jesus. <laughs> Be blessed, y'all. Bye. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to... Maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kifiri and Crystal sent you.